you know, that's just a big part of it where we're always kind of looking for the next thing. I make this money. Now I want the next bonus or the promotion or, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, always kind of looking for that next thing and to kind of just start your day off where it's like, what's already awesome. And I, I talked about this when we talked about our morning routine to be able to start your day, not looking at your phone, go right into the journal or, or don't even journal, right? Just wake up and say one thing you're grateful for and like really feel it and mean it and take a deep breath and be like, I'm so grateful that I have a warm place to sleep at night. You know, it's December gets down to 30 degrees here to start your day off on that, on that like plus one, plus five, right? So when you do go in and the day is stressful, you're not starting at zero and getting knocked down, right? By the stress, stressors of the day, but you can start your day off on a high and be like, wow, I really do have like, I do have a best friend, Taylor. I have a beautiful girlfriend. I have a place to live. I have running water, food from the grocery store. I don't have to go hunt for my food. Like all of this stuff. Isn't that great? It could be so much worse. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleeper. Welcome back to another episode of Modern Happiness. Happiness homies, we love that you are here. We are so excited to just record another episode. It's December 2nd. Taylor, how are you feeling? It's the last month of the year. Mm, I'm feeling incredible. I'm rocking a mustache right now. Dude, the mustache is phenomenal. Yeah, getting a a lot of love. Uh, Some hate. There's a little bit of hate out there, but... Who is hating on your mustache? You know, it's funny. I did a poll on Instagram yeah. and like 80% plus said, keep the mustache. Mm-hmm. And then probably two or three, um, girls sent me a separate message. Like those 80% are wrong. You know, it's bad. Like th- that's aggressive to come in the DMS and stand yeah, up. For their they belief. were, um, <laughs> I would say like they were trying to have my best interest at heart, mm, you know, that's uh, nice. the people just based on who said that. And I was like, Oh, that's funny. I was like, I, the story of it is you, me, and Billy went and cut down some Christmas trees. And the girls. And the girls. Uh, I say that because I shaved the mustache for you two. Yeah, thank but you. I yeah. knew I, my beard was getting out of control. I was wanting to shave, and I was like, oh, let's just have some fun. So I surprised you guys with a mustache, and it just felt right. I had boots on, Carhartt jacket, used a chainsaw for the first time. Dude, that picture is the video. It's all so epic. Mm. It's so good. Yeah, I think I'm going to change my entire hinge profile to um, pictures of me and the mustache. That's all. I've seen on TikTok that there's a feature or it's reels or whatever. There's a feature where you can now leave like a voice message on your hinge. Or maybe it's Bumble. Mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. On hinge, I saw that. You should just have one that's, that's you going like, <laughs> you should be like, this is what a man with a mustache sounds like. Mm. And like, that's it. I love it. Yeah. That's maybe not the funniest. I probably but, yeah. would get some interesting but responses. Just, yeah. If it's just like your whole hinge is just about the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm doing great. Actually, you know, why don't we do something? I do this a lot um, on the calls with your course and your clients. Two word mm. check-in. Ooh. Two words. Uh, so if you're listening, this is something you can do with your friends or to check in on yourself. Um, I like to do it with clients, especially on a group call. But two words to describe how you're feeling. The more honest you can be, the better. There's no judgment around it. Um, it's just a good way to check in. Yeah. Um, thank you, Taylor. 
uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. I had a three-day live training with my mentor, live training, uh, virtual over Zoom, and uh, learned a lot about myself and especially with our last podcast with Amelia, it's been like a lot of, a lot of, uh, I'm kind of always reflecting on myself, but this was like <laughs> actually making really good progress on it, <laughs> you know, having revelations, if you will. Um, so, uh, so two words then, uh, <laughs> here we, here I'm we so, are. It's so good at not talking, <laughs> uh, clarity and peace. You motherfucker. Did you just take both ears? I'm going to come up with some other words. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, if you have not listened to our podcast with Amelia Broughton on human design, um, finish listening to this podcast and then go back, listen to that. <clears throat> it was incredible. Um, I just signed up for a group coaching course with her. Um, had my first call last night, which is actually was one-on-one. -on -one. You do a deep dive. I'm a projector. What up? You don't know what that means. There's four categories within human design. And this one is, this group program is for projectors. So just learning more about myself. And um, it was cool because it's been a busy week and a busy few weeks. And yesterday was really busy, but my call with her was the last thing of my day. And I actually was rushing to like shower, eat, get on the call, got on like right on time. She's like, how are you doing? I was like, oh, I was like, I'm really good. I was like, I'm, I'm ready for some snow in Denver, mm. but like today was like 70 and it was really nice. Yeah. I went for a run, didn't have my shirt on. She's like, cool, cool, cool. So like nice day besides from the snow, how are you? <laughs> and just kind of like cut into me and I was like, oh, okay. I like this. You know, I don't get coached as much. I'm normally doing the coaching. And I was like, well, I was like, I'm fully at peace. I'm also not, not going short here with the two words. Yeah, but, uh, you're definitely not. <laughs> We did really what I'm getting at. We, we then did a meditation. She's like, so how are you feeling? Anything else coming up? And I'm like, no, just like I have not felt more in alignment in a really long time of like, there's been a lot of change in my life and um, just really feel complete. And so I will say complete. And my other word is excited um, because I have clarity on what I'm doing. So, yeah, it's nice. I know uh, if you don't mind sharing, but you know, having this, I mind. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll ask you and then you can say, well, let's change the topic, but I don't think you will. But I know for you, um, kind of having a lot of reflection on, um, going all in on yourself and feeling like, you know, you had a previous business with a, with a, uh, business partner. Um, you had something come up recently that was working with some other people and it's like a lot of resistance there. And then this amazing reflection with a friend of ours, um, to be like, oh, what if you just went all in on yourself? And it's like, oh my God, I haven't been doing that. And it, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that where the excitement's coming from? Yeah, it's it's definitely clarity on that. A couple of weeks ago, I mean, basically the short version is I just hired somebody and I've never hired someone to like specifically work within my business. Um, she's not an employee per se, but um, she's going to help me with some things. And she really got me thinking and it was like through this process of like all these new things changing and... Um, I don't coach at the CrossFit gym anymore. Um, this is the closest I've been to just like doing my own thing. I was involved with another company, which is not working out and kind of realized like, am I afraid to go all in on myself? And what does that look like? And also I think shedding different identities. I've been a fitness and a strength coach for so long. And I don't know that I'll ever fully stop doing that, but 
I think holding on to that might be holding me back from like other things. Um, so definitely the clarity in that and like the direction I'm going. And then also, um, this human design, like understanding what it means to be a projector and who I am and the impact I'm meant to have on the world and the way, like just the things that I'm going to do. And like the way I think differently from people and I can observe things and I can see people and I'm meant to be a guide and a teacher, which is very much who I am, but it's kind of all these things I knew about myself. And now it's like confirmation, like your wildest dreams that like some people might be afraid to say out loud. Like that's what you're here to do. Mm. Um, it just kind of all fits. And, um, I think too, the other big thing I'll say, which, um, has resonated ever since we had our podcast with Teresa Giglio, where she said, if it's, uh, not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And just really listening to what I feel Mm. and just actually going with what feels right Mm. rather than, Oh, this could be an opportunity where I could make money. Mm. Even though like, ah, that doesn't feel right. I I love that a lot. Um, just more reflection for myself. Um, because, well, yeah, I mean, first of all, guys, go get a call with Amelia. Um, Taylor's been telling me how powerful it was for him. You get 10% off with the code happiness on our website. So it's literally the last episode. Go back and check it out. Um, all, all our information is there, but listen to it first. And obviously make your own decision. But uh, we do talk a lot about like knowing thyself and how important that can be. Uh, and it's just a continual journey where, you know, I think I know myself and then holy shit, I've been codependent on my business. And uh, that's been causing me a lot of frustration and pain and happiness. Um, not to say I'm unhappy, but again, just like, Anyway, continue to grow. And for me, I don't know what the two words I said, the clarity and, and, peace. and peace. They were my words. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my left right. nut was tingling, your right nut was tingling, and we became one sack of nuts. Shamalama <laughs> ding dong. Um, but that's where the, the peace is coming from to kind of what you're saying too is like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, hook up with Amelia and, and do something with her because I want more of that clarity to – understand I don't have to be a certain way, live a certain way, do certain things. Um, even like this previous course I took, which taught you how to like, you know, do your business. And it's like, I did it exactly as he says. He's got like a Lego manual piece by piece. He's got to how to do it. And I felt like there was a lot of resistance and it was really difficult and, and that's okay too. Um, but also like, Hmm, could I take that and do it my own way? You know, sometimes you got to color outside the lines, Matthew. Yeah. 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 So true. But kind of looking for that solution. Like, Oh, James says to do this. I'm doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And to see that like, yes, James says to do this. He's had success with it. I think actually what he says is do it my way first and then kind of take what worked and what didn't work and kind of do it your own way. But try it this way first because he's had success, right? But anyway, um, it's just kind of everything like, you know, oh my God, TikTok's blowing up or like, should I get on Clubhouse? Remember when that was like, that was like fucking That's last wild, winter. dude. Um, but I, I remember heard more people talking about Clubhouse and it's like, so much resistance to that. And it's like, fine, you don't have to be there. It's okay. Yeah. Like what does feel good? And, and I'll just say like, you know, since I'm trying no longer to say pivot in my business, but just e- evolved. Um, if I had a nickel. Every time <laughs> I heard the word, do we, do, we need, do we need a new jar? Pivot. Um, pivot. Any friends fans it, out here? It's an evolution though. Right. Because you never start over. Um, so it's an evolution and we're supposed to evolve saying pivot sounds like, Oh, a whole new thing. Oh my God, all this stuff. But it's like all the content I've put out for personal trainers. I've had so many people be like, Hey, I know I'm not a personal trainer, but I love what you're doing. And now that I've evolved into helping this 
corporate person um, pursue their passion, which is what I've always wanted to do for, for at least a year and a half now. Um, and now feeling like I have the skills to do that, but to help this corporate person, the dispa- the dispassionate employee is what I'm calling them, um, who has a passion to go pursue that. Ever since I've been making content around that, like a lot of, lot of engagement, a lot of excitement. The, the post I made around Bitcoin, like, uh, when I sold my Bitcoin two years ago to invest in myself, it was scary, but, um, it created so much growth for me and being able to tell that story because it's part of my story and it's created this growth. Uh, for, for, first of all, it's easier to show up that way. And second of all, like I will start attracting the people, uh, and just kind of in tangent with that, like showing up in service of people and not for trying to go viral or anything. And I, and I think that's just coming back to like my piece being like, dude, if actually I wrote this over my whiteboard over here, money is spiritual. Mm. So now I'm just kind of on a tangent. I'm not really completing any thoughts here, but okay, uh, can I finish this thought real quick? Money no, is spiritual. To. I'm going to finish this thought real quick. I've always thought literally subconsciously, whatever, like you work, you make money. Kind of trace this back to my first job working at Walter Stewart's new Canaan, the grocery store. I would stand by the time machine wait for the next minute to tick so I could punch my card so that like every minute that I like, you know, sorry, I thought you were calling the clock, the time machine. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how old were you? Yeah. the time, Four years yeah. old. At what the do you call those store. things? The punch time punch, punch clock thing, whatever the fuck yeah. you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I try and get that extra minute because if I get every, you know, an extra minute between lunch and clocking out, you know, it's 10 more minutes. I make like another fucking dollar, like whatever. It's not a big deal, but like it's that whole mindset of I work, I make money. I work, I make money. And to kind of release that, and realize that like you don't money just doesn't come from just working. I feel like I had that mindset with the corporate job and I know that's kind of a deep deeper conversation, but to realize that like money it doesn't just come from me working. Money comes from like filling my cup up, right? What you talk about a lot. Um from getting my needs fulfilled outside of my job, which we had a conversation before the podcast about that. Um to have realize all these things that that money can be spiritual, money is not work equals money. Mm. And anyway, kind of all these breakthroughs coming together. Uh, hopefully this long tangent resonates with someone. And if, if it's confusing, <laughs> should, I apologize. We, we if it resonates, counting these hell long yes. Tangents. Uh, so anyway, uh, okay. I'm at peace, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got a couple, uh, one, do you want to tease the episode? Cause I got some more questions before we dive into the meat and potatoes. Okay. Sure. Or do we want to just, yeah, we could te- we could tease it up. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you want me to go and tease it? Yeah, you're the the teaser. I'm the teaser. I'm a big tease. Uh, so yeah, guys, uh, we have a gratitude challenge. Maybe some of you have seen it already, mm. um, out on the Instagrams and the social media. But we have a 10 day uh, gratitude challenge coming out because uh, well, gratitude has been a huge part of transforming our lives, which is what we'll talk about today. Um, but the big reason why we talk about gratitude so much, um, well, the big reason why we're actually launching this now is because we think it's a perfect time for the holidays, right? And I've been talking to so many people. Um, it's kind of that, that like ongoing joke of, you know, just the stress that holidays bring, being around your family. Oh, Grandpa Ed's going to talk about fucking Donald Trump again and everyone's going to get all heated and start yelling at each other. Fucking like don't talk about politics, religion, right? All that stuff. We all get so stressed and heated and <sighs> I know I do. I just, Taylor, I was talking to 
uh, a friend of ours. And she, I was like, how was Thanksgiving at home? And she's like, you know, I really needed it. I really needed the time off. But after a few days, I was like, I need to go back home because family is stressful. And so one of the reasons why we want to talk about gratitude today and also bring about this challenge is because that practicing gratitude and the exercises we're going to give you is going to make this holiday season the least stressful holiday season of your life. I can't guarantee it. You got to put in the work and maybe you can challenge your family to take part in it too, but it will also make you happier. And in those stressful moments, you can come back to a center of peace. In those moments when you just want to freaking yell at your brother or your mom because they're so damn annoying, you can come back to this place of gratitude and this, this place of peace. And that's what we hope to bring you through these 10 days of gratitude and kind of what we're going to talk about today. So if you want to be less stressed and happier, keep listening. Keep listening. There it is. Okay. I have some rapid fire. Maybe we won't get through all of them because um, the first one prompted another question. But what's your least favorite type of music? Um, I used to say country. I don't really know if that's true because there's some country I kind of like and uh, I've given it a shot. I just can't get into country. But there's a few songs that are fine. Um, I think it's R&B. Mm, interesting. It's just, what about you? Uh, Dave Matthews Band. I knew you were going to say that. In a way. That's actually why I picked this question. I just wanted to say that. But. Okay. Guess what, guys? Guess what? I'm just going to grab my guitar no, here no, no, and no, play no, no. some. Uh... We're moving on. We're moving on. Um, I want to hear about he your Spotify. wakes up in the morning. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It's marching. For all the listeners. And I'm now not. we lost them all. There's no way they're going to listen about the gratitude challenge. I broke the mic by singing Ants Marching. Um. Spotify wrapped just came out. Oh, this shoot. could be fun to talk about. Um, I saw yours on yeah. Instagram, uh, genre jam band. That, yeah, that's interesting. I still don't really know what that means, but that was your biggest listen genre, correct? Yeah, which is funny because I think the only jam band I had was Dave Matthews. I don't really like jam bands, I just that, I really love Dave Matthews. That's what I thought, which yeah. I thought was funny. Um, my most listened song, can you guess? Uh, Weekend by Mac Miller. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. I know this guy so well. Uh, I'm trying to remember top number one listen artist was Machine Gun Kelly. I don't oh. think I even know a single song by Machine Gun Kelly. Dude, it's like he has this new album out that is modern. Uh, well, Happiness. So, so my most listened to genre is pop punk. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That tracks. And so Machine Gun Kelly feels like a modern day Blink-182, to be oh. honest. Oh, okay. Like this album. He's got a Paramore cover. I'm sure I know a song. I just yeah. off the top of my head. And actually, there's a song where he's got Travis Barker playing drums. Oh, so sick. it's like nice. Uh, but he, yeah, this he released this album in 2020, and I just it, have it on repeat. Yeah, it's something I listen to a lot when I work, which is mm. probably probably what it's most listened to. Uh, Quinn 97 X C I I is I. Yeah, you saw my Red Rocks. Uh, yeah, he was number three. I don't remember four, and then five was. Florence and the Machine, which was an interesting... Oh, nice. I do like her, but... Do you remember your your audio aura, your mood? Ooh, no, I could pull it up, though, if you want to... Mine was Chill and Hype, which was uh, <laughs> expected. Uh, my top artists, Mac Miller, mm. which I knew would happen. Dave Matthews Band, of course, like 10 years running. Uh, number three was Eminem. Really got into his new uh, music to be murdered by. Polo and Pawn and Jungle, who... Mm. Polo and Pawn's actually kind of funny. I don't... I don't like really was that really number four but um yeah but all my top songs were either eminem or mac miller just had that shit on repeat um 
Yeah, it's it's funny to see it. I feel like it's very early of the year heavy, mm. right? Because now they're not including December, which like I could have been loving a song since Thanksgiving, but it's not going to get on this list. So Ooh. it's like, you know, I feel like it's December to November. Yeah. I'm trying to find my... It's not super important, but I do feel like chill and hype are like perfect for me. Yeah. Because like there's, there's a lot of times we're just, you know, like to may, may not feel like it if you watch the podcast or listen to the podcast, but I like to kind of chill, chill out sometimes. Cause I, um, but I really have a big, actually, if you listen to Amelia's episode, it's very obvious. I'm high emotion, low emotion. So yeah. I'm kind of like riding that high, getting super hype. Um, and then got to come back down to my chill. Yeah. I think it's a fun thing they do though. It's always fun to see like what other people have and listen to and your friends. And, yeah. Um, so you yeah, know, I don't, how many minutes did you listen to? Uh, I think it was like 30 something thousand. Okay. I'm 40, 44,000. Which, sounds, you know, like I, I still am holding on to Pandora occasionally. Oh um, wow. Yeah. That'll bring you down. So, oh, here we go. Your auto audio aura, chill and hype. Yeah, here we go. Interesting. Interesting. Nice. I listened to 31 days of Spotify. <laughs> um, okay. We'll just do one more top. Wait, what was your top podcast? Um, this is not accurate. Joe Rogan mm. only because like I, I also listen on Apple. Three episodes were 18 hours. <laughs> no, he's only on Spotify Oh, oh and true. I listen to podcasts on Apple. So, oh, okay. True. Yeah. What would be your, would you know? Probably the Savon podcast. Yeah. Savon brute strength. Yeah. Mine was, uh, yeah. Business by design. James Wedmore, mm. a mentor. Okay. Last one. Just cause I think it's fun. If you were an alcoholic drink, what would you be and why? Whoa, I feel like that needs a second. If I was an alcoholic drink, what would I be and why? Um, probably just take yours. I mean, it's our favorite drink, right? But I'll take a margarita. Mm, okay, because, why? Okay, so alcohol is a depressant, except tequila is not a depressant. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. And also, I think when people think of margarita, it's like party time, mm. you know, having fun. So, you know, if I want to embody that... I'll take a margarita. Okay. I like it. Um, interesting. I'll go with something different. I could be a margarita. I will go with uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> oh, you've just been loving that in general. Um, yeah, because some of the same reasons. It's, uh, you know, have a good time. It's also whiskey, so it's a little more just serious. It hits you. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising. Yeah. Uh, the peanut mm-hmm. butter, you know? Mm-hmm. and. You're surprising. I like to be surprised. Yeah, I think I... Or you like to be surprised. No, I think I'm surprising. Like when you, when people first get to know me, they don't see all of me, if yeah. that makes sense. And then all of a sudden you have a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Variety is the spice of life, so... Yeah, that is very true. Okay, Matt. Um, how has gratitude... Would Is it fair to say gratitude has changed your life? Absolutely. It has. It really has. Um in so many ways and it's hard to like, where do I start with this? Mm. But so whatever comes to mind first for me is just like going back to those like stressful days, especially back in September, uh, beginning of October and I was going through my launch and doing all this new stuff and Facebook ads and Facebook ads weren't working. And Oh my God, it was like so stressful and just like regretting everything and all this stuff. It was like really tough. And I was like, let me make sure that I journal in the morning and I do my meditation and every time I journal and you know, there's probably a combination of the journaling and the meditation. But when I do journal, I always express gratitude, five things I'm grateful for. 
I used to do five things from the day before. Now I just like whatever kind of comes up for me. Um, but I know that practice allows me to, to see that like, it's not so bad. There are good things in your life. And you know, that's just a big part of it where we're always kind of looking for the next thing. I make this money. Now I want the next bonus or the promotion or, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, always kind of looking for that next thing and to kind of just start your day off where it's like, what's already awesome. Mm. And I, I talked about this when we talked about our morning routine to be able to start your day, not looking at your phone, go right into the journal or, or don't even journal, right? Just wake up and say one thing you're grateful for and like really feel it and mean it and take a deep breath and be like, I'm so grateful that I have a warm place to sleep at night. You know, it's December gets down to 30 degrees here. That's my reminder to uh, connect with my needs. I'm supposed to connect I with my needs three times a day. I don't want to know anything more okay. about that. Yeah, uh, it's not sexual. I won't even go there. Um, but but to uh, yeah to start your day off on that on that like plus one plus five right. So when you do go in and the day is stressful, you're not starting at zero and getting knocked down right by the stress stressors of the day. But you can start your day off on a high and be like, wow, I really do have like. I do have a best friend, Taylor. I have a beautiful girlfriend. I have a place to live. I have running water, food from the grocery store. I don't have to go hunt for my food. Like all of this stuff. Isn't that great? It could be so much worse. Mm. When, uh, when was the first time you started practicing gratitude? Do you remember? I have zero idea. I'm sure I've done it here and there. Yeah. Maybe like our listeners, like you've dabbled. Um, but for it to be a really consistent practice, I could probably flip, flip back in my journals and find out, um, consistently, I say it's at least been a year, probably more. Mm. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I partly ask cause I, I imagine that most people have been like, yeah, I've done that practice gratitude, but like, have you really done it? Yeah. Cause I think that's where the power and the change and like being sincere. Um, <clears throat> I think that's like a big barrier to entry. I, I, I ran a gratitude challenge a year ago. And it surprised a lot of people because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll sign up. And then it's like when you really pause and reflect and like get deeper than I mean, one is you just got to get started. Mm -hmm. Right. Of like, what are you grateful for? And what I how I love hel helping people is like, you know, what's like, do you have a favorite pair of socks? Because I definitely have a favorite pair of socks, mm -hmm. especially in the winter. Mm -hmm. You know, I love my Berks and socks. So now it's like I got these one pair of wool socks. So I'm rocking those all the time so I can still wear my Berks. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite chair at home or a favorite spot? Or like, I have like three rotating favorite coffee mugs. Yeah. MK and I probably have 20 mugs, way too many. I love many. all of mine now. But now, but I have like three where I, and I'll even like open the, I'm like, ah, I'm going to drink you today. What kind of day is it? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> wow. but, it, but it's I, like, I wish that was that coffee mug. <laughs> uh, don't you though? Um, it can seem silly, but it's like, I don't know. There's, you know, a favorite t-shirt. Like you just feel a certain way and, yeah. um, it doesn't have to be this huge, big, you know, blessing. Um, for me though, I think practicing gratitude, it's really about perspective. Um, and it's like, it really just becomes a lifestyle. And as I think about it more, I don't necessarily practice gratitude in terms of like journaling about it, but I'm always, it's now like my default. You know, we talk about goal setting a lot and goals are not just things that you do. It's about who do you need to become? Mm -hmm. And I've now I've practiced it so much that I'm the type of person who always looks at the glass half full and almost to a fault where people are like, can you stop being so positive? 
And it's like, it's just my default Sorry. and it's just like I practice so hard. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what gratitude looks like for me where I'm just like, Oh, well at least this didn't happen. But what's, what's really been powerful for me to think about is being grateful for the things that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, you know, a breakup in college or not getting the job of my dreams or, um, you know, just any kind of doors closing that was like, I wanted so badly. And now that life has played out, I'm like, man, I'm so glad that didn't happen. I'm so glad that relationship didn't work out. I'm so glad I didn't get that job. Cause I'd probably be still in that career field yeah. if it had worked out, you know? Um, but it's something, it's funny. One specific example I think about a lot is when I coached at Colorado state, it was, uh, I don't know, not to be dramatic. One of the worst times of my life, to be honest, the four months, the people I was around, the, the lifestyle, it was just a very toxic environment. And I was working long hours. I remember I woke up at 3am every day. And part of the reason I woke up, uh, so early is so that I could, drink coffee in bed. I was renting a room in an Airbnb and I had a coffee maker in there. And I remember sitting there drinking coffee with my eyes closed because I was so exhausted working seven days a week. And just, that was my time. I had 10 minutes to be like, okay, Taylor, just, this is your time. Get ready. Like just get through today, just get through today. And the funny thing is that my morning routine has shifted. It's now with the time change, the sun rises, um, kind of in a different direction. It comes up later behind a building. It's not as warm. I used to go sit outside, get some sun journal, meditate. So now I've been doing it in my room, which has been cool. Um, I'll keep it dark and just like drink coffee in my bed. And lately I've been closing my eyes and going back to that moment and being like, wow, Mm. you made it. Mm. You, the life you wished for, like you're now living it. And it, and so that's the cool thing about gratitude. It's like multiple parts, but one, reflection on like, Hey, sometimes the bad things are actually blessings in disguise as cheesy as that may sound or cliche. And you know, twofold, it can be so easy to forget, um, that, you know, think about the thing you once wish you had that you now Mm -hmm. have. And so that's the other cool thing about gratitude is it's like, you're actually life is better. Like you said, but it's because, um, you're doing something you forgot you once wanted because you're so it's human nature. We just focus on what we don't want. Yeah. You're so in it. Yeah. I mean, I love all those points. I think that's, what's been really transformative for me too, is reflecting on those tough times and not even not getting the things that I want, which, which I guess may, may be the same thing, but, um, you know, it's like house burning down. And when I was a freshman in high school, it's like all these bad things that happened, how grateful I am for that. They happened because it's so hard when you're in it to see it. But to understand that like you've had bad times and you've made it through, you were okay and you're okay now mm-hmm. and bad times will happen again and you'll be okay. And it's hard to see that at moments, but to see like, wow, these moments have really shaped who I am. They've made me stronger so that I can show up for this new challenge a little bit stronger with a different viewpoint with new awareness. Um, and that just make and that, yeah, that just like that's life, right? Mm-hmm. If if it was all just good, we'd all just be like little children, like what the hell's happening? But we, we learn through experiences and uh, obviously there's development and stuff, but it's like, this is how we get to where we want to be. And that's why we both believe like there's no such thing as failure, but to use that word, like fail more, go through that shit so that you could get to where you want to go faster and you can get back on the horse faster and, and get to where you want to go. And to have that reflection to go, man, even before it happens, 
right? Like, mm. I know it's probably going to suck. It's probably going to be difficult, but I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, there's, it's cool because there's so many ways to practice gratitude. I never even thought of that, to practice gratitude. <laughs> be grateful for something that hasn't even happened. Mm. Well, that's not true. I do with my goals, but yeah, in, a ne- well, in a negative context, I guess. Well, this is one of the reasons you need to sign up for our gratitude challenge. But what you're saying is thank you. <clears throat> I've done this before and I've done this exercise with clients where it's like when you're going through something tough, you know, most people are like, why is this happening to me? You know, mm-hmm. why did this happen? Instead, thank you for the end of this relationship. Thank you for me not getting this job. Even like if you can do that, even yeah. when you don't, you're not on the other side a year or two, five years later where you can be grateful. It's like, it just sh- shifts the way you think. And right. I think that that's so many people don't know how to get started with gratitude. Um, and they're kind of like not bought in. Like, why does it work? Well, the way it works is by being consistent. That's the only way, because like we said, it's a practice. It's a lifestyle. It's about, you're just, that's your default. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you prompts. So you don't have to worry about it. Just do what we say. Um, and ultimately it's going to change your equilibrium, right? Like you're like creating balance. I really tie in like journaling, meditation, gratitude. Um, it's like prehab, right? So if we talk about the holidays, right, which might be a stressful time for a number of reasons. I know so many clients I'm talking to, they're like, you know, it's just that time of year work deadlines, et cetera. And then you've got the holidays and then you got the in-laws and then you got travel and you got COVID restrictions and like all this stuff. And so you might be thinking, well, okay, like how is this going to make that better? Well, it's going to change your perspective. It's going to, you know, um, by being more positive than when, you know, something stressful happens or somebody says something at the dinner table, they shouldn't or whatever, you're going to be able to receive that and not react. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the way. And so what I love about what we're going to do is we're going to tie gratitude with journaling. So we're going to help get you in that process of journaling, which is going to be like therapeutic and reflective. And it's a way of processing your thoughts um, in conjunction with practicing gratitude. Yeah. And I think like first, first objection may come up. Like I don't have time for that, Mm. but think about what this stress is costing you. Mm to even worry about the thing, to maybe some, you know, if we go back to the family thing, like the shit blows up or you're so stressed out from work um, that you can't even like function and think, you can't gather your thoughts. Well, imagine the time you would save if you took the five minutes in the morning to practice this gratitude and do the journaling prompts and that you could better handle stress so that when it does come up, you can, instead of what, what did you say? Uh, instead of just react mm, yeah. um, to kind of, what's a better way to say that? To kind of absorb it. And... Yeah. Here's a, I'll give an analogy I, I heard from a podcast I listened to. We'll see if it, if it lands home. But it's like when you, and this is kind of all of them, like gratitude, journaling, meditation. When you do these practices regularly, right? Um, you, I know, Matt, you've talked about these like automatic thoughts, these automatic negative thoughts, right? So if, if you're driving down the road and you're someone who like doesn't, uh, doesn't meditate, doesn't journal, doesn't practice gratitude, is not positive, and somebody cuts you off in traffic, your immediate response might be to flick them off. And you don't even, it just happens. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who practices gratitude and you journal and you meditate, somebody cuts you off and you're like, you have a thought, I should flip them off. And then immediately after you have a thought, or I could do nothing. And then you have another thought, or I could just wave. And that's the difference. Like that's the real time example of like what this can do for you on the inside. Instead of having that knee jerk reaction, mm-hmm. you know, where you're at the dinner table and mom's like, 
you know, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> you know, when is like music is just a hobby, you yeah. know, or when are you going to bring a girl home yeah. or whatever it is, instead of like getting defensive and yelling and then it's a screaming match or, you know, this is just a very hypothetical situation. You can be like, oh, that's a good question, mom. What is a real job? You know, mm -hmm. or like you can have multiple responses and maybe you still go to that knee jerk reaction, but like you're actually, you're able to pause. It's so great because the, the power of this, all the stuff that, you know, I, our listeners who are, you know, been working on um, their mindset just as we do all the time to go home. It is so easy or rather it is so hard to implement all this great stuff you've learned to be more patient to listen, to ask better questions. It's so hard to deal with your family. It's so much harder to not just react. Yeah, it's fucking my brother or it's my mom. Like, oh, uh, whatever. If you can really embody this and when your mom does go say something like that or yeah, like, oh, your dad says, you know, wow, you're going to have another uh, cupcake or whatever, like really triggering um, to not go back to those old habits, those old ways of being. And to show up a bit differently, to reflect. And maybe that's you telling your dad for the first time, hey, dad, um, really doesn't feel good when you say things like that. And I've been really working on my weight or whatever it is, right? Hey, you know, like you said, yeah, what is a real job, mom? I think that's a beautiful question. Well, how would you define a real job, mom? And uh, anyway, so that is great. I want to go back to like your example of uh, someone cut you off. This is the practice you're talking about. And soon enough, that knee-jerk reaction is the wave, mm. is the smile, is the, they probably have to take a shit. I hope they get home safe. Not like, fucking asshole doesn't know how to drive, right? And I love this idea of brushing your teeth. When you were a little kid, your parents would say, Taylor, go brush your teeth. It's time for bed. Go brush your teeth. And you're like, oh, I don't want to brush my teeth. And you just crawl into bed and you're like, did you brush your teeth? No, no, I don't want to. Or yes, I did. Like, oh, you know, I'll check your toothbrush. And then like a few weeks, then you learned you could just rinse your uh, toothbrush under the water and not actually brush your teeth. And your parents go, Taylor, I know the difference if you just run it under the water, if you actually brush your teeth. Oh, I don't want Right? All this fight, all this fight. But eventually you start brushing your teeth. You get older. You see how important it is. You want to have stinky breath when you're in middle school and you start liking girls and uh, all this stuff, right? And maybe you get your first cavity filled and you're like, never want that experience. And your parents and the dentist goes, well, you should brush your teeth. And all of a sudden, all this stuff starts clicking, right? Now we're adults. Taylor, do you brush your teeth every day? I thought adults didn't have to brush their teeth. I'm so confused. <laughs> you have your permanent teeth and now you want to keep those. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm just kidding, guys. I brush my teeth. And you likely don't really have to think about it. It's just part of your day. Mm. And why do you do it? Because it's who you are. It's who you are. You're a healthy person, right? So you brush your teeth every day. It's just something that you do. And not only that, but we like this idea of prehab. It's way better to brush your teeth every day and take the minute, two minutes to do that than to never brush your teeth, go to the dentist. Now you have to get cavities filled and that costs money and it's painful and it's more time and maybe you lose all your teeth and all this stuff, right? No, we just brush our teeth. But was what was once a really difficult habit for you to create has now become a part of your life. It's who you are. So the gratitude, the journaling, it's difficult. I've been through it, right? Like I didn't journal every single day. Sometimes I still miss days. Um, just practicing gratitude like was difficult for me. 
I always love the story. I won't retell it, but when we're at Winter Park and it's the worst snowboard day of my life, and my first reaction to, to you is when after our first run, we get on that lift. I'm like, what a great day. Mm-hmm. That's my first reaction because it's Thursday. I'm living the life I once dreamed of. I took the day off because I felt like it. I'm snowboarding with my best friend in Colorado. Like, how is this a bad day? Yeah, it's windy. It's cold. There's no snow. Whatever. This is a great day. And that's my now knee-jerk reaction because of all the practice I've put in. Yeah. Right? So just like brushing your teeth, same thing. It's going to be hard at first. You are going to want our accountability from our emails. Someone to tell you exactly what to do. Hey, Taylor, did you practice your gratitude today? Oh, I don't feel like it. I got work to do. It's like, yes, but this is the prehab, right? This is the not getting your cavities filled. This is when the stress comes up and life is super hard and your mom or dad says that really shitty thing that kind of triggers you or gets you upset that you're better able to handle it Mm. in that time. I think you bring up a good point that in order for it to work, you got to practice gratitude when life is good, when life is bad, when life is okay, when life is terrible. Do you only brush your teeth after you have a bunch of sugar? Do you only brush your teeth in the wintertime? You brush your teeth every single day when you're hungover, when you're not hungover, you always do it. I don't know. If you're hungover. Okay. Fine. Take the day off. That's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. There's something else I wanted to touch on. You talked about family and it's so hard with family sometimes, right? Like <clears throat> my, a family member could say something to me and it sets me off, but like maybe one of my friends or someone I work with could say the same thing and I can handle it better. It's just because like, you know, people, right? And so... Here's an added bonus. If you want to help the people in your life be more positive, get them in on this challenge. And it's a great way where we are teaching them. You guys can, you can do it together with them, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, Hey mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, you should be more positive. You, you, so many people do this. You need to fix this. You should really do that instead of, Hey, will you join me in this gratitude challenge? Mm -hmm. Um, a story comes to mind with a client I was working with who um, had a daughter who um, kind of went through some struggles, was a little bit older, still living at home. And he was like, she's just so negative. Like, how can I help? And I was like, well, I was, he's, can, I was like, can you give me an example? He's like, yeah, I, I go home and I ask her, hey, how was your day? And every time she's like, oh, I was terrible. Or she's always focused on what she doesn't want to happen, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, ask better questions. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, ask better questions. I was like, stop asking her how her day was. Ask her what her favorite part of her day was. He's like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, ask her, you know, what, what she loves about her job. Ask her, you know, X, Y, and Z. And don't, you know, don't give her a choice to be negative. Yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because positivity is contagious. Gratitude is contagious. So if you are someone who's listening and you're like, hell yeah. Gratitude has changed my life. So spot on. How do I get my friends? How do I get my family to do this? Well, keep showing up and keep voicing it, right? Again, there's a way to handle it. Don't, you know, if they're struggling, don't be like, well, at least you didn't lose your job. Or don't be like, well, at least, you know, something, right? Be sensitive. But I think about um, our friend, Billy, who's most episodes on the podcast. (laughs) And uh, he used to make fun of us with like goody, goody gumdrops and being positive. And then all of a sudden one day we get a voice memo. I'm pretty sure we've told this story before where his car got towed and I'm waiting for the expletive. I'm yeah. waiting for him to start cursing. And he's like, you know what? Luckily I'm in between jobs. I had the day off. So I didn't have to be anywhere. And he's like, you know what else? I can afford a couple hundred dollar 
like towing fee. I'm so grateful that I have a job that I, and I'm like, what is happening yeah, who right is now? This person? Who is this? Right. And it's just because again, at first he started like saying things like, Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. Like yeah, teasing us. What an opportunity. Um, and then it became contagious. So I think that's another cool thing that if you, if you want to help other people in your life, get them on board. This challenge is a great opportunity because it can be coming from someone else mm-hmm. coming from us. And it can be something you can participate together. Right. And you can ask them, Oh, what are you grateful for? Oh, this is what I'm grateful for. Um, and by you just showing up and constantly being, you know, optimistic, it's going to bleed into their lives. And I, I'm telling you, it's not gonna happen overnight, probably not gonna happen in a month, but if you just keep doing it, yeah. they're going to start noticing. Yeah, that's huge. And sometimes it's like, especially those closest to us, we just want to like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, fix them. Mm. Um, and to tell them things, right? Like working, being personal trainers ourselves and working with other personal trainers. They're always trying to help their family, their husband, their mom, whatever. Like, um, and like, they never listen to me, but then fucking like, I don't know why I'm going to say Dr. Phil. He's not a fitness guy, but you know, someone's on whatever Oprah, some fitness influencers on, and they're like, yes, you should be, you know, carbs are not bad. And then your mom texts you and go, you know, I really, I really, I just heard like carbs aren't bad. Like I'm going to start adding carbs to my diet. And you're like, mom, I've been telling you this for five years, mm-hmm. right? It's so hard to get the people closest to us. And I love what you're just saying. It's like, just continue to show up that way, you know, and uh, continue to show up positively. You know, when I'm home, like to not be the one to react and yell, but to sit and be patient, to ask better questions, to, you know, wake up and make sure I get my walks in, you know, just cause I'm home and it's vacation. Uh, doesn't mean I don't make myself my coffee and I go sit at the table and I journal mm. and I'm not asking anyone to journal with me, but when somebody wants to know how I do what I do or why I'm so happy and positive, uh, they can literally see me doing it. So yeah, it's just like leading by example and realizing that like you just showing up your best self, people are noticing. They might not say it, but they notice. I love that. Um, I have one more thought to end the podcast. Is mm-hmm. there anything else you want to add? Probably. I had something else and then, you know, you kept saying some beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. So I go that's, elsewhere with that's it. That's how it happens. Okay. So go ahead. You want to wrap it up what, and then. What are uh, <laughs> three things you're grateful for, Matt? Oh, nicely done. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. Truly. And here's the thing about grat- gratitude, which sometimes I stick myself in. I always like want to give it a because. To like, I don't know, you don't have to do that just to sit with it and go like, I'm grateful for this audience we have, but I do want to elaborate because I am so grateful for you guys to have, you know, our recurring listeners to come on for our friends to come on and like send us a text about one of the episodes. Like it feels so good mm. by the way. So like give people some compliments, which teaser might have you do in the gratitude challenge. I don't even remember, but we might, we've had a lot of ideas for just 10 days. Um, but really, really so grateful for you guys listening and, you know, just kind of what we said, just by us showing up and kind of talking through our experiences and how things have helped us. Um, even if we're not giving a tactical, go do this in your life, you just showing up, surrounding yourself, making Taylor and I two of your five people, right? Um, what is that saying? I just totally lost it. Is some of the five people. Yeah. time with. So if, you know, a lot of you are tagging us in your Spotify top five podcasts, um, you know, we're, I know I'm so grateful that, that we have made that list for you. Um, and I'm just so happy. Like I know a big part of 
I keep saying I know. Uh, but a big part of you know my purpose in this life and reflecting on a lot of my business and what I want to do for the world is is really to help people see that like, all right, the whole point of podcast, modern happiness, you can be happy now. And I know it's so hard to see that sometimes. And I think that's what's great about this gratitude challenge as well is that you can be happy no matter what. And I, I've had conversations with other friends. I know, a little tangent. See, here it, come, here it comes. Um who like don't agree. We're, we're still on number one. Folks, yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you lost uh, track. I'm, I'm keeping track. Um, this is me stalling while I tell a story to think of too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but that don't agree that happiness is a choice. And I'm like, well, on the, we've talked about this. On the surface, I could see how you would disagree. But there's some, um, um, fuck, what do you call it? Pu- public, oh, god damn, what's it called? People who work in like, uh, oh man, I can't even explain it. Uh, anyway, um, so, social worker. Mm. Uh, who work with people less fortunate, maybe in a really hard situation, and had conversations with them who are like, happiness is not a choice. What about this person? What about this mom who's so poor? She are single mom, you know, husband's in jail. She whatever. She has three kids. She's already working three jobs. Literally sleeps four hours, and you're telling me happiness is a choice. And I'm like, yeah. You're telling me that she can't be grateful for her three kids, that she has three beautiful kids. She can't be grateful for the three jobs that she does have because there are people out there who have zero jobs. So you tell me right now that you can't somehow be grateful for the situation that you're in at all, right? And had this conversation with like almost a year ago and it was just like I couldn't, not that I was trying to convince her, but I was just trying to show her another way, another way to think about life. And she she just didn't want to do it. And I'm like, why do you want to live this way? Why do you want to be so negative? Why is it so funny that, you know, like, ha ha, I'm an idiot. That's, that thought is not serving you. And coming from a social worker, that belief that you think happiness is not a choice and now you're supposed to help people live a better life, but you don't even think happiness is a choice for yourself. What a backwards way to show up for people in your life. And so again, like, do you, why do you want to be angry? Why do you want to be upset? You know, I think about people in my life and it's like to have a, such a negative reaction to the way someone responds, someone triggers you and you just yell at them. Is that really how you want to be in this world? How you want to show up? Or like, what if we simply said practice gratitude and you could have more patience and things wouldn't be so triggering for you? And all it took was two minutes a day, a minute a day to practice gratitude and you wouldn't be so triggered. Would you say yes to that? Would you be like, wow, that sounds really great. You know what? I would love to not react so much. I would love to be a little happier, a little more positive. You know, I wish I, things didn't stress me out so much. Well, here's your chance to do these things. And it's literally science. It's been proven. They've done studies, proven science. Like, so you can do these things to live a better life. And to show up in a way that's like, just to say no. Like if this is your first episode, listen to Modern Happiness, you're like, I'm going to try this out. Oh, gratitude. Yeah, let's see what they have to say. No, I'm not going to do it. And you want to continue living in a way that's negative, that it's not possible for me to be happier. I just don't understand it. And, you know, it's that awareness. It's even coming to this podcast and even listening to this, but, um, being open-minded to it, um, is like just the bet. That's the way to start. And uh, anyway, I'm grateful for our listeners. We got, <laughs> okay. Uh, I got fired up. 
I got fired up. All right. You have one minute to say two and three. Okay. Um, I am grateful for water. Mm. Water is a source of life, and I love that. It's at my disposal all the time. I am also grateful for where we're recording right now in the second bedroom, which is my office. I'm grateful for my two-bedroom apartment. Mm. This is exactly what we're talking about. And it's so easy for me to go, I want more. This isn't the perfect apartment. I want to make more money. Uh, all this stuff. But it's like, dude, a year ago, you had two roommates and your desk was three feet from your bed. Mm. And a year before that, you were in an unhappy relationship. And the year before that, you were still in New York City as a civil engineer. So like, you're doing the things and you have this two-bedroom apartment with lofted ceilings and a 12-foot Christmas tree. How fucking sick is this? So I'm grateful for my apartment. I love it. I you're love up. It. You're up. <laughs> I'm up. Okay. Um, Rant as long as you'd like, Taylor. I'm here for it. All right. What What can I talk about for 30 minutes? Um, <laughs> well, I, today, <clears throat> I'm really grateful for my truck. There was like a month or two ago. It was in the shop. It wasn't great communication. And it was like 10 days. I thought, you know, I thought for sure I'd have to leave it at night. And then they'd kind of let me know. Um, maybe it was seven days. I don't, I don't remember. I thought you got it back before the week. It was a, well, it was over a weekend. So, mm. oh yeah. Yeah. Five to seven days. And I, which I biked everywhere, which was kind of cool. Um, but there were a few times like I needed a ride from you and, you know, and it's just like, man, I'm so fortunate and grateful that I can have a car. Like that's such the norm. Yeah. But like today I had a really busy day, a great day of like, I was all over town. I went to coffee with a friend. I went, uh, to physical therapy appointment. I came here and it's just like, man, I was, I was only able to do all these things. Boom, 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 because I have a, a truck. So super grateful for that. Love it. Um, this morning, you know, kind of just like, again, the life that I now have, it's taken a long time to get here. And like, I was really unhappy for a long time, but had a really slow morning, like slept in, which was woke up at like seven and had just a great cup of coffee just on the couch and just took my time. And it's just like, being able to have those days. Um, and number three, um, I'll say my parents. They um, have always supported me no matter what, whether I want to move across the country, move back home, move back across the country, try things, start a business, um, have a mustache. Dude, we should all be grateful for our parents no matter what because you're here on this mm -hmm. earth. And no matter what your parents did in your life, they gave you life. I'll say my parents too. I don't want to leave them out. I don't think they listen, but just in case. What's up, Sheila? Just in case. My brother sent his top podcast four to four. He didn't even have a fifth one, but the fourth one was Modern Happiness. So I'm assuming he listened to just his episode. And, uh, <laughs> and it squeezed in number four. <laughs> and it four. squeezed in number four. Wow. I was like, why does he only have four? And I was like, dude, thanks so much for listening. I didn't realize you listened. And it literally dawned on me like in he, this he moment. Doesn't. I was like, oh, there was no fifth, which means – all it took was one episode, which was probably his episode to get this in there. So, yeah. but Hey, grateful for that. Awesome. Thanks again, guys for listening. Go check out our gratitude challenge. Sign up. Oh my uh, God. Did we mention there's a prize guys? Ooh, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more. There's a prize. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll go live, provide some extra value, get a little Instagram stuff going. Who knows? We'll see. But, um, there's a prize. You can win our favorite book our favorite journal, a pencil and a pen, mm. and some Modern Happiness swag. Did I miss anything? No, you crushed it. Oh my God, guys. This prize is going to be sick. I mean, 
And who doesn't love a good book? Nice new journal where you can write all this good stuff in. And Modern Happiness Schwagger. Oh, it's going to be sick. 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 I didn't know what I was going to say there. Uh, yeah, guys. So it starts December 13th. Go sign up. Free to join. Just need your email um, because we are going to email all the details of the challenge every single day starting the 13th. Uh, get your friends. Get your family. It's really a great time of the year um, for you. If you want to have less stress, be happier. Also, if you want to help better the lives of the people around you. Amen. Amen. And even if you think you're an expert at gratitude, do this. Because we'll have some new prompts. And uh, I think you're going to like it. So, yeah. Love it. Link in, link in the description. Go to our Instagram. It's in all of our bios, I think, right? So, uh, you can find it literally anywhere. 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 All right, guys. Until next time. Peace, Peace. out.